Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Hamburg. That would be a little weird. Mm. If there was a McDonald's in Hamburg. That's no, different. I'm going to guess just from where it is here on the map, there is not a McDonald's in Hamburg. You don't think so? No. Unincorporated? It's between, uh, I mean, I got nothing here. It's between Fayette and Centerville on Highway 33. That's, is that south? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you're talking about... Uh, Going towards Louisiana. About, on the map, about yay much from Natchez? Yep. All right, then. So... Wherever you are in our, and, and near the other Bogachitta. so the, That we determine there are two, there are two Bogachittas, yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it. And guess what you do when you order it? Not only are you getting great coffee, but you support the Bulldog Initiative. You can't beat that at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Very pleased to be welcoming in one of our new sponsors here on the podcast, Pip Printing and Signs. Guys, if you own a business, you know how important it is to have a great relationship with your printer because they are the lifeblood of your business. They're putting out your mailers. They're putting out your your flyers. When you need to have signage, those are the guys you're talking to. Located in Ridgeland, PIP has been serving the state of Mississippi for over 30 years. It's owned and operated by Camden Baker, who is a Mississippi State Bulldog through and through, and this is a Bulldog Initiative business. So when you call Camden to see how PIP can serve you and your business, if you mention the Bulldog Initiative, if you mention Thunder and Lightning, a percentage of your sale is going to go back to the Bulldog Initiative. Now look, if you're a business, you're already spending money on money on printing. Why not spend it with an MSU business that's going to give a percentage of that sale right back to the Bulldog Initiative where it can really help Mississippi State? You need to call or text Camden today at 601-499-5216, or you can check online, PIP. Ridgeland.com and let PIP Printing Services help your business get their message out there. Welcome to the family. Family. College Corner. Family. Family. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. I've been tweeting out some things from their maroon and white Christmas collection. I will continue to do so. And you can check those out. Some really cool pullovers, T-shirts, polos, stuff that you want to put underneath the Christmas tree this holiday season for the Bulldog fan in your life. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. 
Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. And guys, when you want to have a great meal in Starkville, you just need to stop at the corner of Maine and Washington, and you can do it right there at Restaurant Tyler. Best lunch in town, the best dinner in town, the best Sunday brunch in town. It's all right there. It's all under one roof. Great food, great people, a great experience. It's a special occasion when you eat at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you, and you can start a relationship with a community bank that's going to benefit you for years to come. Eating locally, shopping locally, banking locally. Those three things are what make our small towns so great. If you live in central Mississippi, there's a Priority One Bank branch near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. This time last week, Robbie, well, not this time last week, but on this day last week, mm-hmm. we were wrapping up the football season. Uh, the Egg Bowl had come to an end. The, the football season had come to an end, and it, it became a, a waiting game for Mississippi State to find their new head coach. As we sit here seven days later, Mississippi State does have a new coach. His name is Jeff Lebby. His staff is starting to come together a little bit. Recruiting is starting to come together a little bit. I wanted to do uh, things that are true, but for the first time ever, I'm going to share the things that are true because I'm going to let you talk too. Oh, that was nice. <clears throat> there you go. I want to talk about this program. What's true about this program? Not, not so, we're not going to focus on a game or, or even you know this particular team that we just saw play. But I feel like Mississippi State right now is in a, in a place where the program is in a state of flux, a state of change. Um, very similar to me. The way it was when Dan Mullen came in. Now, when Dan Mullen came in, Mississippi State had gone through a really tough stretch of what, you know, six losing seasons out of seven, I believe. You know, they lost 01, 02, 03, 04, 05, 06, had a winning season in seven, and then in 08 had another losing season. Not the same here, right? You had your, your losing season last year, but prior to that, bowl games, you'd won nine games two years ago. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this, this program right now is on the precipice of either taking off and going in the right direction again and getting back to where they were under Dan Mullen, or if Jeff Levy doesn't work out, then you could be in, you could be really, really behind the eight ball. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you my first thing that is true is that I, I am a, I'm buying Jeff Levy. I, I think that he is the he has the resume and he has he brings to the, the, the program what Mississippi State desperately, desperately needed, which is offense, excitement, and you and I have been talking about, you know, we didn't want to hear blue collar. I don't think you're going to hear much blue. Although I think Jeff Levy is a blue collar guy. He's very much a country guy. He says it differently. It's not. It's not blue collar football. It's not blue collar football. He talks about toughness. Yes, I think that's to me that's much different. better term. Yeah, to me that's different. When you when you say blue collar, people start thinking diamonds in the rough, going after three stars. We don't care about stars, stuff like that. And people are kind of tired of that. People want to see a little bit of flash, too, every now and then. And I think that's one thing that he's trying to marry is the flashiness of his offense, the excitement of his offense, and the toughness that the defense brings and the culture brings here. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned you know, like you're buying Jeff Lebby. I'm buying it because history says this is going to be a successful hire. Mm-hmm. Let me explain that. Jackie Sherrill entered Mississippi State in kind of a state of flux as well. You know, they were they had struggled with Rocky Felker, got off to a good start, mm-hmm. but State had had several years since um who was the last one that was successful for Bob Tyler? Well, I mean, you had a couple years there with Emory Ballard, but yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and even Tyler only had a couple years as well. So, you know, it had been a while since State had been good, and Jackie Sherrill was a proven commodity, a little different guy than Jeff Lebby, but, you know, he had been successful at other places, came in here, made, did some things for Mississippi State that hadn't been done in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Jackie kind of fades off. Sylvester Croom comes in, not very successful, but Jackie had had a had a really good career here, one of the State's best coaches ever. Croom struggles. They need some energy. Here comes Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen leaves Mississippi State in a good spot. Jim Moorhead struggles. Here comes Mike Leach. Mike Leach leaves Mississippi State in a good spot. Zach Arnett struggles. Here comes Jeff Lebby. You see a pattern there. I like this pattern. The next guy after you have success is is not very yeah. good. You never want to be the guy after the guy. Exactly. So history says over the last 30 years – that this hire will be a good hire. Mississippi mm-hmm. State will have success from that. That's not an automatic. That's not an automatic indicator. He's still got to do his job. But I'm just talking about the universe here, and you know, there's patterns in the universe, and this seems like hopefully this is this is a really good hire because Mississippi State hasn't had back to back bad hires in football in a long time, mm-hmm. in my lifetime, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah I mean. I like the hire. I think it makes sense. It, we, we've said it over and over again. It's certainly a gamble. And I'm not going to go all in on this. Um, I'm not going to you know, talk about this hire like I did Zach Arnett and thinking that it was you know, bound to succeed. I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach, see how he does with his staff, see how he does in recruiting, and then what he does on a day-to-day operational basis as a head coach. But I'm just saying that you know this. The pattern of this is that the next guy is, is pretty good. Yeah. And so the hope is, you know, this guy is going to be able to take Mississippi State to the next level and and back to being competitive in this league because you, you just you had to try something different and you had to try something that was going to bring some kind of excitement. I think Jeff Lebby does that. We're going to get back on topic, I promise. Okay. But so you you just tweeted out a video of me doing the heel click, right? And this person replied to you and says, it sounds like a backhanded compliment, but I mean it when I say, I'm impressed you're still able to do that, Robbie. This is a video of me. Yes, let me... They uh, think it's you. Like, how does that work? I will... Uh, you need to correct that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I think that, that Lebby can be the coach. This is my next thing that is true here. I think Jeff Lebby can be the coach that finally sort of pushes back the perception of Mississippi State as bottom feeder. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been a lot of talk. I, I'm going to be totally honest here. I really like Bud Elliott as a, as a commentator of college football. I think he does his research. I think he knows his stuff. But he is blinded by something when it comes to Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, when he talks about, you know, I mean, I'm looking here since since the 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 the, the um, conference expanded in 12. Right. Arkansas has finished last six times. Uh, Mississippi State has only finished last once. once in that time frame. Didn't even this year, and this year was kind of a disaster. This, right. is, this was a very bad season in Mississippi right. State. But standards. they were sixth and not seventh because they have the head-to-head over Arkansas. I wonder if Bud is a little pissed off at the reaction he gets from Mississippi State fans, and it's he's possible. digging in it might a be. little bit. It might be. But Mississippi I, State just snapped the third longest bowl streak in the conference. Mm-hmm. Only Alabama and Georgia had longer ones prior to this past weekend. Um, Mississippi State has 
you know, put a ton of guys into the NFL. And yet there still remains, by and large, this, this you know, and I, I was going to tell you, like, this upcoming season, unless Jeff Levy does really, really well in the portal, I, I mean, state, I, I don't know that I'll have state last, though, because I don't think Arkansas is going to be good. needs to be last. They're going to be last next year. I, I really do believe that. But they won't be picked last. Well, that's a good point, though. It, it, there's no West next year either. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and then maybe maybe South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina is going to be bad, I think. Yeah. There's, have you seen their schedule? It is. There's no way Shane Beamer Brutal. survives. Yeah, he's There's done. There's no way. He's done. He's done. Um, he, makes good, he makes some good points. Yeah. I, I do think that expectations of winning an SEC championship at Mississippi State are unrealistic. I, I'm just going to be honest. Like, just – Expecting to win an SEC championship, that is that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be very difficult for Mississippi State to win an SEC title. But talking about Mississippi State like they're the worst team in the SEC West year in and year out is just completely ignoring the facts. And I, I don't understand that line of thinking, but I, I think it goes back to the whole narrative around Mississippi State that you know they should just be happy they're in the conference, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's why I write that column on Wednesday about the mindset of Zach Selman and his staff. And I think you bring in a Jeff Lebby from a program like Oklahoma. Zach Selman came in from Oklahoma, too, where they have that. They, they don't know all this poor old Mississippi State stuff. Right. All they're thinking is we want to compete. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a total buy-in from administration, from fans, from everybody to push Mississippi State forward and change the narrative. Because as long as you're sitting back and and you're you're just okay with the status quo, mm-hmm. that's gonna be the narrative from from everybody on the outside. Right. It's it's why, you know, Ole Miss has this perception that, you know, they're doing big things in NIL and and they are doing some big things, but the perception is much greater than yeah. the reality and it always has been at Ole Miss mm-hmm. because it's their presentation. It's how they do things. Mm-hmm. And this isn't Mississippi State copying Ole Miss. It's just Mississippi State catching up with other teams that do this, that change the per, the perception of the school by presentation. Mm-hmm. That's what they did with welcoming Jeff Lebby, things like that. That kind of stuff is how you change narratives. Right. And, I mean, it's it's not all about wins and losses because Mississippi State is middle of the pack in the SEC and wins in the last nearly decade. So it's not about wins and losses all the time. It's about how you're perceived by this presentation that you're giving. And Mississippi State is looked at as a blue-collar area, taking people like Dak Prescott and molding them and turning them in. So everybody always says you have to do things differently at Mississippi State, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it to me, it's about everybody buying in, spending a little bit extra money for Mississippi State, spending a little bit extra money on presentation, things like that. I think that stuff matters. I think we're 100%. we're seeing that. I mean, the Mississippi State has looked cooler in the last two weeks than they have in a long time. What what is what is something I always say on this show? Perception is reality. What people see is what people believe, and it doesn't matter what you tell them. Right? I can sit here and tell you that Mississippi State is doing things differently, but until you see it, you, you're not going to believe it. Yeah. And so Mississippi State has done a good job these past few weeks of of doing that. Um, one thing I think that is true is that I think Mississippi State is going to be an attractive destination for transfer portal targets this year due to the arrival of Jeff Levy and an exciting offense that 
he people can show with Barbay, you couldn't. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to show, yeah. right? Like last year, his his offense at App State was was good, yeah, but it wasn't outstanding. People I mean, their marquee seen, whim is A and M, and their offense they scored, scored fourteen like, points. Yeah, yeah, they they in that game, yeah. So Lebby has put up points everywhere, and people know that. So I think there you have that. You have the combination of that. And the fact that the Bulldog Initiative has done a fantastic job of of loading up the war chest and are now sitting close to, I guess that's eight figures, uh, which is going to be more than enough to put together a really good portal class. And I think what Lebby realizes is, you know, the the scheme and everything's great. You have to have players to compete on this level. And, I mean, you have to have players to compete on most levels. I mean, the guys that have – the best players usually win. They usually win more than everybody else. It's funny how that works. If you look at recruiting rankings, take Texas A&M out of, the, out of that whole deal because they're just a different kind of argument. But mm. if you look at the top five teams, talent-wise, those are the teams that are competing for the playoffs every single year. Right. And Jeff Lebby understands that he can put these players in the best position. He can scheme it up, things like that. But until he has the players, it's not going to matter. You you can win six games next year with with a good scheme. Mm-hmm. You can win nine games next year with Dylan Gabriel at quarterback and you know two or three transfer portal wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's kind of where where you're at right now. If they're able to strike gold in the transfer portal, this isn't a rebuilding year next year, and he doesn't want it to be. Right. But they're going to have to get a. I think they need to lock up a quarterback soon. Yes, I agree with that. And sell. Because that helps sell. Yes. Whenever somebody sees that, if it's, I mean, if it is Dylan Gabriel, which I don't know, but if if the players see that Dylan Gabriel is their quarterback, they're going to want to come play with that guy. He's been tremendous his entire career at UCF and at Oklahoma. He made the, uh, I think it was Manning Award or one of those awards uh, finalists on Thursday, so he's one of the top quarterbacks in the country. If that is your guy, that's going to be a tremendous selling point for Jeff Lebby. If it's not, you have other guys in the portal that you can get, but he needs to get a, a marquee quarterback here, mm-hmm. and they built this NIL fund just for that. Yeah. I, I think this can be the next 12 months can be the start of another renaissance of Mississippi State football. I think that Jeff Lebby can come in here provide the right amount of excitement, but also win games. I think that from a recruiting standpoint, State is going to, to bring some guys in in this class that maybe you didn't think they were that they were capable of getting, both from the portal and from the high school. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a minute after the, after the ad break. All in all, and look, guys, again, uh, now first off, I want to say that positivity, it didn't really work for me this past year. I tried to be positive. I thought that team was going to be pretty good, and look what happened. It blew up in my face. That's what you get for being positive. That's what I get for going against my, my normal pattern of behavior. So maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to be positive again. I, I think Jeff Levy is a coach who can win at Mississippi State. I think now next year, look, if they go 6-6 six and six next year, then that's fine. You know, I think next year can be a lot like Mullen's first year was at Mississippi State where you watch them play and they're obviously a lot better but they're they're just playing tough teams and that's how it goes. Thankfully they're out they're not their out of conference schedule is not what Mullins was. 
Um, but I do think this team can be successful under Jeff Levy. I think Mississippi State can become a school that that sort of sheds that blue-collar, grind-for-everything image and becomes a place that has some excitement for young people. Um, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, hello, fellow kids. But that, that's kind of where, I, as I say, I was, I'm wearing a hoodie. But I, I feel like that's where they are right now. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I want to talk a little recruiting. Let's do that right now. But first, let's move into that. Thanks to our friends. First. Oh, yes, but first, supper. Well, uh, our good friends at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef. If you're looking for recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. And don't forget to go to the Mississippi Beef Council's Facebook page where you can vote for your favorite steakhouse, your favorite burger joint in the state of Mississippi. Get your favorite restaurant the recognition it deserves. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. I got some news. Are you ready for this? Now, our, 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 our barbecue burrito, still in R&D, all right? Still in flux. Still, still making, they're, they're going to make it happen, but I have, I have, they have a new menu item at Two Brothers that we're going to talk about right now. The hot damn ham and cheese. Oh, House smoked and super thinly sliced ham, Ooh. smoked garlic mayonnaise, double melted cheddar cheese on Texas toast, served with, with a side of spicy honey mustard. Yes. By the way, this this massive sandwich. Look at this sandwich. Look at that. Do you see that? Oh my lord. Do you see it? All right. I know you guys don't see it. It's on the it's on the two brothers Instagram page though. You can't see it. Heavy breathing intensifies. Oh yeah, it's ten bucks, and it comes with a side. Okay. I mean, if you can't you can't get a lunch better than that for ten dollars anywhere in this town. That's a huge sandwich too. It's it ma- like. it's absolutely massive. I'm gonna have to go try it. Very- so you, you know you know that uh, I like to eat at Hardee's, right? Yes. I get the hot ham and cheese there. You I do. love a hot ham and cheese sandwich. That is up my alley. I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah. It's very probably tomorrow. I'll be honest with you. It looks delicious. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some Two Brothers for lunch tomorrow. So if you want to come to Two Brothers for lunch tomorrow with me, we're we're going. We're gonna get hot ham and cheese sandwiches. Let's go. Let's go. Bulldog Initiative business as well. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. And, guys, when I tell you that you can trust Advantage Business Systems, when you can trust that they will back up the products they sell you after the sale, when I tell you that you can trust that your products are going to get taken care of a lot of times the same day because you're dealing with a a business that's only a couple hours away from you at worst, you you can believe me on that. Advantage Business Systems has 49 years of experience helping their customers with business technology. You can't do better than that. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue has the polo or quarter zip you're looking for this holiday season. For dad, for your sons, maybe even for mom. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that if you want a great-looking polo that has a good logo on it, that isn't six colors, you know, hey, if you want to wear the you know the coat of many colors like Joseph did, that's so be it. But if you're just a person like me who just wants a nice maroon shirt, well, we've got you covered at The Rogue. So check them out. Check it. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Play the song. 
Alright, it's been a while since we've played that, uh, Robbie, but we are glad to be back on the uh, the trail of recruiting uh, here in the state of Mississippi. Mississippi State adds a commitment uh, to the 2024 uh, recruiting class. Junior college running back uh, Johnny Daniels is the name. Why is he not on why is he Johnny? Not, why is he not on this list? He's not on your oh there he is. Okay. He's on he's on, he's on top, but he doesn't have a rating yet. No rating yet from 24-7. Uh, but from Kapaya Lincoln Community College, that is where former Mississippi State running backs coach Glenn Davis is the head coach. Yes. I would imagine that's the guy who knows a thing or two about what a good running back is supposed to look like. Coach Davis was named Coach of the Year this year too. Was he? Yep. I love Glenn Davis. Great, Great guy. guy. I, we didn't get we didn't have our remote down there in Weston this year, which was disappointing um, because I enjoy those conversations with Glenn Davis. That's a guy who you know he coaches. He he obviously is doing a great job there at Colin, but has all the stories from Jackie and those guys back in the day. Just a fantastic guy to talk to. Um, and so now stayed up to seventeen commitments on the year. Am I wrong in thinking that a few of these guys might be? Eh, might be on the way on the way out. But I could see it. You can see a few drops here and there. It happens a lot. Yeah, I'm starting at like here's T.J. Lockhart, Lockhart, and then the line starts there, and then from there down, I don't know. Uh, Fat Clark's not going anywhere. No. Uh, Luke Work not going anywhere. Matt Mayfield. Yeah, that that one he didn't even play this year. Yeah. A Sean Shepard. Eh. Yeah, some of the JUCO guys. Yeah. So we'll see. They've been after this year. Kinda. We'll see how that goes. But so Johnny the recruiting, Daniels, the recruiting that was done or not done, kind of by the last staff is weird. Yeah, I mean it's part. It's part it, of the reason they're gone. I mean, it you felt like they just you kinda, couldn't point to the future. I mean, I'm not saying that they just stopped recruiting, but like it felt like there was no like action for the last month and a half or so. And the ones that were doing the most action were those were the off the field recruiters like yeah. Rod Gibson and right. Kyle Shexnader and those guys were still yeah like active but it like you didn't see much of anything right and, and I don't know if they just weren't able again, to pick up traction or they just decided like we're just going to wait on the portal or what if state had a, a top ten recruiting class at this point you Zach Arnett could have said like look I know this year isn't going the way we we want it but look what's coming I, he had I'm, nothing to sell he had nothing to sell um. So let's get what you know. That that's obviously Daniel's commitment's a good one for Mississippi State. They needed a running back in this class. They missed out on Kane and Daniels. That looks like they're probably going to miss that on Daniel Hill. Uh, so they needed to get a running back in this class. They went and got the top JUCO running back that they had available. And I think but, this guy can be like a Jeffrey Pittman. That's fine. He yeah. he he had. I really uh, think Seth Davis is state's lead back next year. Yeah, the the only issue is he's going to be out for. All I, the I spring. forgot. I forgot that you the ACL. Yeah. That's kind of so the now, problem. Never mind. Then maybe not. I think in this offense though, Je- uh, Seth Davis is going to be, be monster, productive. Yeah, but this uh, Johnny had one thousand one hundred ninety six yards rushing, fourteen touchdowns, twenty two catches, two hundred five yards, two scores. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, by the college, way, it's really good. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yet. December thirteenth. Uh, the SEC schedule for next year will finally be revealed. We'll get the yes. dates on that. All right, but what I wanted finally to talk to you about was, yes, what I wanted to talk to you about was, you were at Starville High School yesterday. 
mm-hmm. and you talked to Stonka Burnside. Uh, you, you, you tweeted out, you released this information that he is down to a top two, that it is Mississippi State and Ole Miss. So if nothing else, if people are making A.J. Brown comparisons, State was not in the top two for A.J. Brown. They were not. They we were thought not. he would be, but they, they just were not. never were. You got the chance to talk to him face-to-face, talk to him about State, talk to him about Ole Miss. Obviously, Chad Bumpus coming back gives State some help there because I think that relationship is very solid. J.J. Harrell and, and Stonka have a good relationship. I think they want to play together. But you know that every Mississippi State fan, when they hear it's a Starkville high wide receiver and it's between State and Ole Miss, they just have A.J. Brown flashbacks. Can you sell people on why you think Mississippi State will get Stonka Burnside? Well, first of all, I, I don't think the two are comparable in their recruitments because A.J. never really grew up a State fan or anything like that. A.J. was an LSU fan. Yeah. And he does, he, you know, LSU kind of, they slow played him. They didn't really recruit him super hard. So, you know, that kind of hurt him a little bit and he veered away from LSU. State was his first offer, but he never really wanted to stay in Starkville. He right. was ready to get out, kind of get away from a lot of people and make his own path. I thought it was going to be Alabama if State wasn't able to get him. It turned out to be Ole Miss. They recruited him really hard, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a little different because Stonka grew up a state fan. Mm-hmm. Stonka and his, you know, his mom, huge state state person. I think both of his parents went to Mississippi State. So, you know, that Mississippi State is home to Stonka. Mm-hmm. I think what really kind of muddied the waters is the offense was so bad this year mm-hmm. and it it really kind of turned him off. And also the uncertainty with Zach Arnett, he just wanted to have some clarity, and there was none on what was going to happen with Zach Arnett. So he he decided to open things up, and um, you know I think that's kind of been the biggest thing. the The uh, return of Chad Bumpfus is huge, mm-hmm. I think. And he would have had no chance. No, I don't think so. And I, I'll say this: people were, you know, it's crazy how people see news and they break down what you say and make their own determination on it and say like this is this is bad for us or this is good this is, must be good news like i didn't you know i didn't gather anything from that chat yesterday that was well it looks like he's going to Ole miss mm-hmm. you know like I, I i didn't know how you could take away that it's down to state and Ole miss and He's going to decide fairly soon and think, oh well, it's Ole Miss. So I, you know, I didn't gather that from him when I talked to him. And I'll preface this by saying, two weeks ago, I thought it was going to be very, very well. Actually, this week, up to this week, I thought it was going to be very difficult to get him because there was a lot of rumors about Texas A&M and Ole Miss, the NIL they were going to offer him. It was going to be tough, mm-hmm. and he kind of wanted to get away. And, and go out of state or go to Oxford or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yesterday after talking to him and realizing, you know, it's down to state and Ole Miss and hearing him talk about Chad Bumpfus, you know, I really got the impression that state had gotten themselves back in the game. Mm-hmm. So I it's never over until the the guys sign. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Ole Miss people that um, internally that are conceding Which is him. crazy here at Starville, but Yeah, the people are starting to concede him. But this is going to be, I think, a um, a bumpy ride for the next few weeks. You don't have a crystal ball on. on I, I do. I just don't. I usually don't 
use them. Would you put one on on Stonka right now? Either way, uh, I would probably I would probably side with State right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my Good level news. my level of confidence would probably be like a a six. I mean, if you get him, JJ, and this Mario Craver, you got three four star wide receivers there. Yes, the the wide receiver room for for the high school class would be great. And then I mean, you then you're going to add those to Tulu, Xavion, Creed. And Justin Robinson. I mean, that's, that's and here's solid. the thing about that's solid. And Jaden Wally is still there doing something. Maybe the thing about Stonka is that dude could play safety. He he might be an NFL safety. Really? Yeah, he could play either side of the ball. Interesting. He's a he's a great I think, athlete. I think with Levy, almost all your athletes will be on offense. Yeah, and to me, there's a lot there's there's similarities between Stonka and AJ. They both have good hands. They're both physical. That I've always said both of them had a defensive mindset on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. They could take on um, you know, the defense, defense draped all over them. They could shed tacklers. They wouldn't mind lowering their head and running over somebody. Very physical receivers. So I, I, I would put Stonka below A.J. at this stage in his career. I think AJ was just kind of on a different level. I thought, even after AJ committed to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. I was on the record saying I thought AJ was a five star. AJ Brown is still to this day for me the best high school football player I ever saw. Yeah, him and Jeffrey Simmons are. I didn't see Simmons playing high school. One A, one B. Yeah, and then right underneath them was Willie Gay and Chris Willie probably. So I, I wish I could have seen some of Willie running the football. I, wish, uh, I wasn't there was, for those games. Unbelievable. Can't you tell? That dude had like 500 – no, he had like 600 yards in like two games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I I feel confident about Stonka right now, but you just never know. And especially when it's a state and Ole Miss battle, you know how crazy those things get. Yes. Back it will and go forth. down to the final moments. I, I'm not trading out Chad Bumpfus. That's all I'll say. I, right. Having Chad Bumpfus – in your pocket here, mm-hmm. and JJ Harrell, mm-hmm. and being the hometown team, and you know, state has some advantages. They do. So. I, I think state is in good shape, but they they have work to do. You want to you want to secure him. Agreed. All right. Uh, why, why do you think Why do you think Bump deleted that tweet last night? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Like I, I wonder. Like he's. He 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 likes. He, I feel like sometimes he's like, he'll send something out, and then he's like, I probably shouldn't have done that. He has a lot of second thoughts. I think. I thought it was great. It was. We'll see if it happens. So, all right. Uh, next week, we'll talk basketball. We'll talk recruiting. We'll talk coaching hires. They're still coming in. Um, and then we'll just keep going on. Just go ahead and give you guys a heads up. I'll give you a heads up too. Mm-hmm. The week of Christmas, twenty fifth through the thirtieth. Yep. Nothing. I'm out. On vacation. Uh, follow me. So we will enjoy the holiday season. You will enjoy have to enjoy it without thunder and lightning. When we return the next week, we will have the Robbies. Oh, yay. So that'll be fun. We'll see who wins a four-fingered hand turkey this year. Not a whole lot of excitement this past year, but hey. I, I got a feeling Chris Jans is going to win that Coach of the Year award. Probably. To, and Tolu Smith. Got Probably going to be a lot of basketball in there. Probably so. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right, guys, have a great weekend, and Robbie and I will be back with you very, very soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.